You're listening to the One of One podcast, and here are your hosts, L2L and 238 Cards. Welcome, welcome, L2L. How are you doing today? Good. How's it going, 238? It is going well. I am excited because we have Wise Guy Cards in the house, also known as Wise Guy Jimmy on his backup account. And, Grandpa. Uh, Grandpa. Grandpa. And uh, I've known Wise Guy. I'm not even going to say for how many years, Wise Guy. It's That will age us a too A long much. time. But since we were in elementary school. So we we go back a long ways. And uh, I'm excited to have you here today. I'm happy to be here. This is uh, exciting. So I first would love if you would just tell us a little bit about what got you into collecting and when you started collecting, which I know obviously is going to be as a kid. But like, give us a little bit background on that. Uh, you know, when I was a kid... Uh, I'd watch a lot of Tigers baseball, and my dad had a collection of old cards. And I would look through the cards trying to find the player on TV. And hmm. that got me to buying current packs. And I was, you know, I'd see all you know, the Tigers are playing the Red Sox. Oh, look, Wade Boggs. I got his card. How exciting. And it just kind of grew from that. Yeah, that that is incredible. Um, you're, I know that your dad left you some cards. He did, and some crazy cards. Wasn't can, didn't he leave you like a Mickey Mantle or something? He did leave me a Mickey Mantle. Wow, it's not an awesome shape, but it's a Mickey Mantle. That is incredible. Um, also, uh, when you were a kid, were you mainly baseball? Yes, yes. All it was pretty much all baseball. You know, some of that goofy, garbage pale kids, that kind of stuff too, but. Mostly baseball. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And then what um, you've been breaking, I guess we're breakers. Still hate that name. Yeah, I do too. Like, I, well, we need to come up with a different term for that. Openers. Openers. <laughs> Openers. <laughs> it's Openers. the breaker community. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, my interest grew back over the summer. And then there's the whole got to get to a thousand followers before you can even do lives so then there's the journey to that you know making videos getting followers uh and then you know once you get there it's you guys know the grind Mm -hmm. i mean just starting out from scratch trying to build a base of you know you got to win trust from people and uh once you do that then it just kind of takes a life of its own really yeah, it does. Um, but you're right. That grind to get up to the thousand, it takes takes a lot of time and effort and work, and it costs a lot of money too. Especially if you're opening boxes and mm-hmm. showing people what you have, that kind of stuff. I mean, it, mm. we talked about this before, two, three, eight. But people don't see how much time is actually put into this. And wise guy, I'm sure you know how much time actually gets put into this between organizing and the shipment and making sure everything's packaged well. But um, when you did get to that thousand followers, how quickly did you feel like you had a base of, of, of a community or how did you feel in the community to, to, to really just continue doing it? You know what? If memory serves the first live I did, I didn't sell anything. Uh, mine too. Yeah. Yes. Same. Nothing. So, uh, that was a little discouraging, but, uh, you know what it, you just, you just got to grind. You got to take the time. And not only that, but once you get people to trust you enough to actually purchase from you, uh, you know, you got to take great care in how you package their stuff, the shipping, uh, you know, 
if you can, you want to throw in extra stuff, you know, find out who, what team they like and, you know, really, you know, make them happy. The, the, the group of people I have, my base of, you know, supporters, I guess I call them, you know, they know what they get from me is well packaged. Their cards are well cared for because I, I treat those cards like they were mine and how would I want them to come to me? And it just works. And people comment all the time about how great I take care of their cards and throwing in extra stuff. Uh, and it, you know, people just keep coming back because they know they're going to get good stuff. Yeah. And I, I know one of the first people who really supported you the most was uh, Bobby Dalton, which we're going to have him on one of these episodes too. And Bobby was, <laughs> Bobby was a huge for you for a while. Like, he was he was awesome. I, I imagine Bobby has supported all of us well, pretty well. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Bobby is awesome, and, and we all support yeah, Bobby. Yeah. So that's the, the best part is everybody. You know, if you name a breaker, there's a good chance they may have purchased from me, and I purchased from them. Yeah, and it, it it's a great community like that. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and, and I think you'll appreciate this. Both of you will in this last shipment i got from bobby from his mystery packs and i the audience isn't gonna be able to see this but we'll we'll say he sent this <laughs> jared golf he he signed a jerry he signed his name across jared golf's face on an origins card and one of one nice. i just got this today <laughs> he told me he kept asking me did you get my package i'm like no what's in there <laughs> so what uh wise guy and i when he was uh he was in town with me um bobby ordered a bunch that week and we were ripping golf cards in half and each signing half of it and sending it to bobby so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes that, that's, that's awesome kind of how they sent him two two of those yeah we did that's, that's awesome right. that's right okay uh wise guy another story i'd love for you to tell is just kind of just shows your devotion uh to cards is there was a year that you went as a teenager in high school without watching tv um, it was a bet that you made with your dad and tell what the bet was and what you were going to get in return. All right. The, the backstory of that is I read in the paper, a, a little girl went a year without TV and her parents gave her a thousand dollars for it. Well, my dad was there. And I said, I could do that for half that. And he said, let's do it. And uh, yeah, we did it. I went a year without watching any TV. Uh, you know, any any of my friends were told if they caught me watching TV, my dad would give them money uh, to keep me honest. And I did it. And he paid me in baseball cards. Mm -hmm. $500. Which $500 is a lot. worth of baseball cards. It was a lot back then because that was in the early 90s. So as a, it was sets of cards, if I remember correctly, like boxes yes. and boxes. He, he bought cards. me sets, sets of cards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that was incredible because I was one of his friends that was offered money. And I I mean, it was at that age, it was so much money. It wasn't like, hey, hey, wise guy, go ahead and watch something. I won't tell your dad. It was like, no, <laughs> if, you, if you watch something, I'm yeah. telling your dad because I need that money. Yes, so, everybody wanted that money. So, yeah, he would sit at my house and listen to the Piston games. It was one of the years they won the championship. And he did, never looked. He had his back to the TV. Was, I admire that dedication. Yeah. I admire it. Knowing he was going to get paid in sports cards, which was Whew. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. A lot of those cards. Good for you. That's. I don't think that would be something I could honestly do, especially if my <laughs> team was going to win the championship that year. I'd, have, yeah. I'd at least peak. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you're going to tell me that, you know, uh, that the Eagles are in the Super Bowl and I'm not going to watch a minute of it? I don't know. Yeah. That was – 
That'd be tough. Hey, they won back to back years, so I got to watch one of the years. Hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Which which year didn't you watch? I, I believe it was the first year. Okay. Because the second year they won is the year that they won with the buzzer beater to win win it. That would have been crazy if you'd have missed that. So okay. Yeah, I believe <laughs> I got to see that. Yeah, actually, you and I were at the Palace of Auburn Hills when they won that. So the Pistons were playing in Portland and we went, a big friend group of ours went, I don't know if you remember this, but we were at the palace watching it back then on their Jumbotron, which was an awful looking screen. And we watched it there. And I just remember that it was pretty crazy. I think I have pictures of it still. So that's cool. Um, another, another thing that we all kind of have in common is we're all, we're huge sports fans, but we all love our Marvel and we all love some of us are star Wars so, Jim, I want you to tell L2L some of your Marvel collection, some of those comics you have and some of the other stuff. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, the comics, all those 80s, uh, early 90s, Spider-Man, Avengers, X-Men. Uh, I got all that stuff. Um, wow. I, I loved Marvel and mm. especially the Avengers. So, yeah, the whole when they started making movies of the Avengers and all that. Oh, how awesome. Yeah. It took me back. Which one is your first edition? You have a first edition of one of them. Is that the Wolverine one? Oh, well, it's funny because even back then, there was a, you know, the process like, oh, some of this could be worth money someday. So when a new thing would come out, like the Spider Man, uh, um, Wolverine, Punisher, all those were coming out with their own stuff, I made sure I bought, you know, at least one copy that I could just put in a sleeve and file away. So I got a bunch of those and I'm going to have to check the values on those someday. Which I think <laughs> is crazy because you thought of that and that would have been when you were what? Middle school, elementary school, middle school, probably. Uh, yeah. Middle school, early high school. That you would have thought of that. Cause even back then I wasn't, I mean, I, I mean, if, if it was my PC and my favorite player, I was taking care of it, but I wasn't beyond then even the comics. So that was pretty brilliant for you to know that, that, that young. Yeah, I think the best best comic that I have is the first I have the the original well because he's my favorite character. I have the original Captain America uh comic. Uh and I I was looking for it cuz I don't know what my wife did with it. I hope she didn't throw it away. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have I have the uh I have the first one. Um it's not in the best shape, but still it's really cool, it's sentimental to me and I love Marvel. Like you said when the movies came out, I w- I think I went to the movies especially when the first Avengers came out at least 3 times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I love those movies. Um you know, but I've I kind of enjoyed 238 had a Marvel hobby set. It was it, what what was this like a couple days ago? Yeah. Had, yeah, had a Marvel hobby set and I I was just loving every person who came up on there. I mean, I was like, dude, nobody knows these people because they're not in the movies yet. But it was awesome to me as you know, somebody who grew up reading, actually reading the comics, and you know, that was some of the first things that my dad got me were, you know, whenever we went out, I got Pokemon cards if I wanted to. I could get sports cards, and I could get comics, and uh, um, it was I chose one like every other time, Mm -hmm. and. Uh, comics was, I was always big into Marvel. I like star Wars, but just cause of the movies, I never got into their comics or anything, but I was big into Marvel and I was big into sports and Pokemon when I was a rookie, you, you know, as a young kid. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually sent, and I told wise guy this, all those Marvel cards, except for one out of that box. So he's going to be excited. To get uh, those yeah. Cause... I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Which, which one'd you keep? I, I kept the holographic Spider-Man. 
Oh yeah. Which yeah, I did show cool. him. I did. I did show him on, uh, on, I texted him or whatever, showed him a picture of it. So he knew what I kept, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to, I think I'm going to get more of those too. Those are kind of fun just to have. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, last night we opened a game of Thrones hobby box. And you got two autos out of it. Yeah, it didn't say, so I have <laughs> another one that I'm going to, I'm going to see, I might keep for myself or I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but, um, I, I, it's, I've decided I'm going to start doing an other category and start having some of that available. Sure. Did, did a customer buy that Game of Thrones? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wayne was his name, and he's he buys for me a lot. And he, I was just showing it because I literally didn't have it on the website at the time, and I was just going to open it live sometime when it was slow and just have some fun with it. And he's like, "I'll buy it." So yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, that's it. it's actually a good idea because if you the more options you have for people, I mean, it's funny because I don't know how often you guys get asked. I get asked fairly frequently about soccer mm-hmm. I do too. sometimes about nascar or wrestling ufc but since yeah. i have zero knowledge of those things that's, that's it, right it's a hard swamp to tread through when you your knowledge just isn't there that's exactly right like my one of my pet peeves of watching breakers or watching other people is first off them not knowing their product like it, which is the people right or the or the athletes that are on that product there are people obviously that are very hard to pronounce their names, mm-hmm. but when you have a guy who's in the Hall of Fame who you should probably know who how to pronounce his name, mm-hmm. that's that's when I kind of draw the line a little bit. I'm like, okay, hold on, you're telling me that you don't know, you know, whoever the guy is out of the Hall of Fame, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's shocking to me that these people don't know how to say these guys' names. And if they don't know how to say these guys' names, either too, they're too young, I guess, cause I'm just getting, I'm, I'm kind of getting starting to get on that next level, but, uh, but, or they just aren't as invested as we are into the mm-hmm. hobby itself. So I don't know much about soccer. I, I don't, I don't know much about soccer. Uh, I know a little bit about baseball, um, but I really grew up basketball, football, and that was really it. Uh, so I don't want to stray away or act like I know something when honestly, I, I really don't, I want to, you know, just sit here and be like, Oh, that's a good player. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and I'm not a big UFC guy either, but Mm -hmm. I get the, I get the, you know, how some people are enticed by that kind of stuff. It's just not for me. Yeah. 100% agree with you. And I have gotten so frustrated over the same thing on, especially hall of fame players that I feel like everyone should know. And yeah. yeah, that happens all the time. And I one time accidentally bought a cello of soccer and I thought it was, I grabbed like a stack of back when I was doing the Walmart thing, back when I first started, and I, there was a cello of soccer in there. And so I, I sold it for the price I got it for. And I, I didn't know anybody in that pack. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy who bought it's like, Oh no, that guy's good. I'm like, okay. So but, uh, and, I'll and I, for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, this, right. Exactly. So the same thing, but I will say this is I am, I the one sport that I do know that I don't sell is my dad is a diehard NASCAR person. Hmm. Like he watches every NASCAR race and I watch a lot of them with him. Um, one thing I haven't shared before is my parents actually live with us. And we, uh, mainly because my dad is not in good health and hasn't been for a long time, but he had a leg amputation about seven years ago and my mom just couldn't take care of him himself. So we all kind of sold our house. They sold their house. We bought a house together as a family that worked for him. And, um, so with him there, I do spend a lot of time with him watching his green Bay Packers. I'm a Detroit lions fan. Um, that's a long (laughs) story, but today I bought 
National Treasures NASCAR. No way. And I'm going <laughs> to totally do it where I'm not even worried. I just want to make sure shipping is covered. So I'm going to do like a little $55 hit draft on it just to cover That'd shipping. That would be awesome. Just to do it. And yeah. so I decided that it was there. And uh, um, I might even put my name in and grab a card for my dad. But that is one one thing I'm going to try. I don't want to do a lot of NASCAR. But I was like, I mean, that's kind of cool. So. There was anyway. a big, there was a big rage a little while back of Formula One. Mm-hmm. I don't know if oh, you yeah. remember that or not. That oh, was, yeah. that was a rage for like a couple months. Everybody was paying thousands of dollars for these boxes. Huge. And uh, Formula One became huge for a little while. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's huge. And and then I get asked a lot now for like wrestling, like WWE cards, which <sighs> I know. And I don't know. And I've had a, I've had a couple boxes where, where there's autos in them, and I end up opening them, and I'm like, I don't know these people, so I stopped getting them. Yeah, yeah, they so. just need like classic wrestling. That's right. They should have classic. But Brett classic hit wrestling. the Hitman Heart, and yes. you know you can yes. have uh, the uh, Sting in there. <laughs> that would be great if it was just classic. Um, so wise, awesome. wise guy. Another question as far as your your breaking goes or your opening goes. Um, what is one thing that's surprised you the most, good or bad? Uh, you know what? One of the things that surprised me is not just necessarily about opening things, but, uh, you know, as you learn about different people in the community, the other breakers, openers, everybody kind of has their own style, their own thing. You know, uh, 238, you're the the snake draft guy. I don't know anyone else who does that. Uh, You know, uh, L2L, I think of you with divisionals. I'm the cheap duck race guy, you know, <laughs> uh, there, there's others that do the pull cards. Uh, like I, I couldn't fathom doing pull cards, but some people love it and it's their passion and good for them. And it was like, everybody's got a little niche mm-hmm. and, uh, it kind of surprised me how different all the people are, but it's still just one big community. Mm-hmm. But you're right, though. You said it kind of set aside your niche, right? I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, you, I remember, I think the first thing I ever bought from you was the, the you know, you talked about your, your race there or whatever. I think I got in and I, and I actually over, I even paid more just so I could get one of your mystery packs. But that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had, I had like that Zach Moss, uh, I think it was awesome. It was a Zach Moss collegiate prism PSA 10. It was, yes. uh, it was, it was really cool. Um, but that kind of stuff, you know, you, you had, you had your niche and mine has always been, you know, the drafts or the divisionals and then two, three, eight, I feel like two, three, eight's just now become, you know, the, the person, you know, he does hit drafts, but also does uh, a bunch of personals as well. It just, um, it just keeps flowing, you know, that kind of stuff. It, but that's what people come, when they come into your room, that's what they expect now. You know, they, they, they expect you to be that person every time. And if you do something a little different, they might be like, you know, a little bit more hesitant to do what they normally do with you. You know, type yeah, of thing. I a hundred percent agree. I haven't done a duck race like for real, uh, for like people buying into one in like three weeks now. Yeah, and I know. It's just, I, I actually, it's, I don't mind doing them, but I'm going to leave that to wise guy. He's, that's his thing. And, He's better at me. You know, I, when you two three eight, you have uh, your base who is, uh, you know, you've worked up from where you start. You started, you know, with the products that I currently use, mm-hmm. and then you kind of went up, you know, 
blasters, mega boxes, hobby boxes, national treasures, flawless. I mean, it's grown and grown and grown. So, you know, the, the people that regularly come in your room aren't looking to do $5 duck races. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe I'll eventually grow in that direction as well. But right now, you know, people come to my room, they know they can get in a $5 duck race and have some options on, you know, baseball or basketball, uh, uh, football, whatever they're looking to do. Um, so, and it's good that people know what to expect when they go in your room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And even like L2L, like I know a lot of people do divisionals, but I, I have never seen anyone else do it where they draft their teams. Like, Tom, you know, the way I've done it? Yeah, I, I just, I've never seen anyone else do that. I see pick your teams, but where you actually randomize our names and then we get to draft our team. Like, I think that's the best way. I, I, I really don't like doing divisionals because I feel like to do it the right way, it'd have to be the way you do it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just not patient enough or yeah. what, but I, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I, it takes more time. It does. Yeah. It takes more time. And I get that. But the big thing is, is that what I look at it is, and I've talked to you about this before on here. I like that people hit their PC or who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And if you do like what I'm about to do, which is going to be, you know, draft four teams, snake draft, like you would in a fantasy. I played fantasy football all my life. I was like, this makes sense if you did mm-hmm. it this way. But people can get their PC. They can also get who they're going for if they're big. Like, let's say you're an Oakland Raiders fan, but you really want to go after Justin Herbert. You know, you can be first pick and be the Chargers, and then the second round your pick comes up, you can get the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, and then in the next round you can get you know the you know I don't know the Falcons or something mm-hmm. like that, and you can get some guys that you actually really want. Um, that's, that's why I look at it. You have the choice of what cards you get. Mm-hmm. I don't like just the full divisional policy because sometimes it is very much so overweighed on one side. Like the AFC East was, I mean, it was stacked, stacked. this yeah, year. Stacked. Stacked. Yeah. Um, so, and then I, I don't know, that's just the way I look at it. And typically we have the same people draft in like almost the same order, but it does change from time to time because People want some different things, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like the draft style does that. But I appreciate that. And L two L, you know, I was mad at myself because I, I kept putting it off. When I finally got around to going to your website to get in your your decade one, it was sold <laughs> out. I was like, that was such a cool thing to do. I've never seen, you know, who's done that. I don't know anyone who's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to say that was really unique and awesome that you did Thank that you. and. Hopefully one day you'll do another one. Uh, the goal is to do one more. Um, I'm actually working right now with a couple of companies that are actively looking for specific boxes that I want. Um, but yeah, I thought the decade thing went really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of people who were interested and uh, we hit some really cool stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we went back and you talk about a guy who's had a really good career, but up and down career, but really starting to play really well is Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. We hit his RPA. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it was insane. I mean, we hit some of the coolest cards. Um, they were good looking. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna keep doing some research, but I do plan on doing another decade. And that's what it's about too. Is we got to kind of keep it fresh, mm-hmm. do something new, keep it, keep keep something intriguing about your about your breaks. It can't just be the same old thing every time. You know? Right. Yeah, I agree. And that's that's another podcast where we need to have a bunch of breakers on and (laughs) let's talk about fresh and new. And that's honestly yesterday when we started 
our stream with Mrs. Two Three Eight and I, and we did the Game of Thrones. That felt so fresh and new, whether yeah. you were a Game of Thrones fan or not. Like, it was fun. It, that it was just, fun. It was so like. I don't know. That felt really good to start with that. And I'm like, I have to get another one of those just to start with it. Even if no one buys it, I'll just play the music and open them. So um, I actually shared that live when I saw you were about to open that box with a buddy of mine uh-huh. because I know he's a big Game of Thrones guy. We've watched him and he, he he's not big into the card stuff or anything either. But he was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it was it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I appreciate you doing that. I should have, uh, and it's so, so funny because we've watched them all, and I think Mrs. Two Three Eight we went back and rewatched them all, and we both are horrible with names, and so we were forgetting. Besides, like John Snow, John Snow, and some of the other ones, we were forgetting just the simple names on there. And yeah, we're like, man. So imagine yeah. getting a Daenerys Targaryen yeah. auto. I mean, that, I feel like that that would be like the biggest one. I know John Snow would be huge. John Snow would be huge. Now, Wise Guy did look up the checklist for autographs. Okay, and the only person that. I didn't even see in the set. He said that wasn't on it was, who was it? Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. So I don't know if there was something with the actor and the contract, but there was no, I, I did not see a card of his in my hobby box and there's no There was no auto. His. I don't know if there's any, I think there's cards, but I don't think there's any autos. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want Jamie Lannister's autograph anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's true. I mean, well, he, he, I mean, he was, he, he loved he, his family. He loved he his family, his, but. He lost his writing hand. Yeah, that's right. That's why I couldn't do it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that, that did you say he loves his family? <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. I got it. I got it. Dang, I got cut it. that out. <laughs> no, no, we'll leave that in. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, so wise guy, uh, I, maybe last question and we'll wrap this one up is, uh, what goals do you have this year for, for your stream. Is there anything that you're looking forward to trying? Um, I know you mentioned to me, you're going to do your first divisional soon, but is there anything else beyond that? You know, just expanding the, the level of the cards, you know, I've been, you know, hangers and blasters, mostly, you know, throwing the occasional mega box when I, you know, can get them. And um, I think it would open up to a new market if I, you know, get some hobby boxes out there and, uh, get some more interest from people. Cause you know what, when people, I'm sure you notice time now and then that some people will, they'll come in your room and then they look right back out. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're in, they're out, you know, they're in, they see what you got and they move on. So you're not going to be able to please everybody, Yeah. but um, I, I'm just hoping to, to move upward in the, level of product so that you know maybe more people would click in see something they like and hang out for a while mm-hmm. yeah that's good and uh when are you going to attempt your first divisional i'm excited for this oh i'm in uh <laughs> it it'll be in the next couple of weeks okay I'd- probably right around when this podcast airs i'm hoping that we're we'll be out in the next few weeks too so that's great all right i'll be in fingers crossed yeah same let me know yeah, I'll be in for sure. Well, um, thank you for uh, taking some time out today and hanging with us. And uh, we just wish you all the success. And I mean, I think the biggest thing that we all care about as breakers is just other honest breakers who are, you know, in it for the right reasons, who actually love the cards and love breaking. And, you know, I've known you long enough, your history, you've loved cards your whole life. Like that didn't go away. So I just appreciate that. And just thank you for being on. 
Oh, thanks for having me. I love this. The whole concept and idea is great. And I look forward to hearing all the podcasts. Yep, thank you. Thanks, wise guy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure you go and follow L2L Collectibles and 238 Cards on TikTok. Until next time.